Okay. Um, you know, in this day and time, it seems like uh, every time we turn around, all we hear is evil, evil, evil. And there's been a number of people ask a question, and I checked this out and did some research and looked at it, but a lot of people says, did God create evil? You know, at first it might seem like God created all things. You know, that's what, that's what the Bible says. Then, then evidently, they, a lot of people think, well, if he created everything, he must have created evil. But evil is not, in my study of what I found, they said evil is not a thing. It is like a... It's like a rock or electricity. It says evil has no existence on its own. Evil is really only the absence of goodness. Evil is the abs absence of goodness. And uh, for example, a lot of people a lot, say a hole in the ground. It says, when I was reading this, it said uh, holes are real, but they only exist in something. For example, dirt, I mean a hole, is only the absence of dirt. But, it, but it's, it's real and it exists. And uh, one of the good things that uh, God made, which came from dirt, so you know dirt is not bad, was man. God, we were made from dirt. It said in the Bible or in Genesis that, that, that God heaped up some dirt and then breathed in, into the dirt. So we were created by the breath of God. So we are nothing but dirt. And that's why over in Ecclesiastes it tells us, and I've, I've said this at funerals, that, that you know the, 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 the body returns back to the dirt from which it came but the Spirit returns to God who gave it. So the Spirit was put into man through the breath of God. And uh, in order to man, one of the good things God made, like I said, was man from dirt, and then he gave man the freedom to choose good. You know, when God created man, he gave us a freedom. We have the right, God give us the right to choose. And uh, one of the, uh, in order for man to, have, to, to really have a choice, it said that God had to allow for there to be something besides good to choose from. So man chose whether he was going to be good or whether he was going to be evil. And in order for, for the man to be evil, he had to choose evil over God, which was good. And uh, so God allowed, it says that God allowed the free angels and humans to choose good or to reject good. If they rejected good, then it became evil. And uh, it's like uh, darkness. It says, Darkness does not exist. It is simply the absence of light. Have y'all ever noticed that, like darkness and light? You can have the smallest pinhole and light will overcome darkness. 
You see that light, that light will come in, and you can see it, and it overcomes darkness. Even the Bible says, for light overcame the darkness. That was talking about Jesus, when he came in, he's the light of the world. He overcame the darkness, and light world does overcome darkness. But God did not create evil. Rather, he allowed evil in order to have a, for us to have a choice. If God had not allowed for evil, both mankind and the angels would be serving God out of obligation and not choice. You know, God could have done that. He could have just made it to where we just totally worshipped him, loved him. There would have been no evil, no, no bad, no nothing, only good. But God did not want a bunch of robots serving him. He wanted us to serve him, to love him out of our free will because that's what we wanted. And that's what God wants. He wants us to love him and serve him because we want to do this. And he didn't want us to serve him because of some way he programmed us. He wanted us to do it from the heart that he put in us. To serve, us, to, to, to serve him, to love him out of our own will because that's what we really wanted to do. That we wasn't programmed to do that, but because we wanted to do it. And uh, so God allowed for evil so that we could truly have a free will to choose whether or not we wanted to serve him. God could have made it to where we just, that's what we, what we could have done, just served him. And that would have been God's choice, not ours. And God didn't want that. Like I said, he wanted us to uh, serve him. You know, human beings can never fully understand God and what he does and why he does things. Uh, in the book of Romans, there's a couple scriptures. And it's in Romans chapter 11, verses 33 and 34. Now, he's talking about God and the depths of God and trying to understand everything. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. God's got all wisdom. He's got all knowledge. God knows everything that's going to take place, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and we have no clue. And uh, it says here, in the scripture, how unsearchable are his judgments. We cannot even begin to think like God thinks. And his ways are past finding out. His, his, his ways are so much higher and, 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 and than our ways that we just can't understand God. And uh, in verse 34 it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who... Is it, or who has been his counselor? Nobody has been God's counselor. He's always been our counselor. It is God who knows everything. You know, he's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. God is everything. And uh, sometimes we think we understand why God did something or did a certain thing only to find out later that it was a whole lot different reason than what we ever thought. It shows up later. Maybe we see something later. We think, well, God's doing this for this reason. But then later on we say, oh, that's why God did that. We see why he did it later on. And, uh, and it's kind of like that in here in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9. 
And and th this here is really true. It kind of hits on what we just said up here. It says, and and God is speaking. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, sometimes, we, sometimes, all the time, we just have to strictly rely and trust God. We can come up with all kinds of ideals, but, we're, but we cannot match what God thinks and what God's doing. God is all-knowing. He knows everything there is. And uh, it says, God looks at things from a holy and an eternal way. We look at things from a sinful and earthly temporary way. The things that we see here on this earth is what we call, everything that you can see is temporary. One day, they say, one day this church will not be here. be something else here. There's going to be a lot of times that there's going to be a lot of stuff. You know, oh, man, that's going to be there forever. No, it's temporary. We just have to just trust and believe in what God is doing and what he is doing. <clears throat> and then many, and many people ask, well, why did God put man on earth knowing, now I've heard this myself, knowing that Adam and Eve would sin and therefore bring evil, death, and suffering on all mankind. Why did God allow that to happen? They ask, why didn't God just create us and leave us in heaven where we would be perfect and without fault and suffering? These questions cannot be answered this side of heaven. We don't know why God did what he did. He knows that there's going to be good. Because God is good. He knows there's going to be evil. Because he, he allowed evil to come to give us a choice of, do I want to serve God? You know, or do I want to be evil? Why did he let Satan... Why did he just destroy Satan? We can't answer these questions. But God can. And he does, whatever he does, he does for a reason. Satan is the evil one. God is the good one. But we have a choice, don't we? We can serve God, which is good, and do good things, have good thoughts, good heart, and want everything to be good. Or we can serve the enemy, Satan, and everything we do is evil. It's bad. It hurts people. And it, 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 it's not good at all. But that's what God says. You have the choice to do this. So God, he allowed for evil in order to give us a true choice of whether we would serve and worship him or not. He gave us that choice. He does not he was not going to force us to worship him, force us to serve him. He wants us to, but he wants us to do it because that's what we want to do. We want to be good like God. That should be all of our desires is to be good like God and do the good things that God does to help others, to help others see God. And see that's God in us.
That's God coming out of us. That's the good. I don't know, you know, I've never really heard anybody call God evil. Now, we don't understand. They, they say, well, why would God do certain things? You know, why would he destroy certain tribes, do away with them? Why would, he said, the Bible is a bloody book. All the wars and everything. You know, there's so much that we do not understand that we'll never understand here on this earth. One day, we may understand it in heaven. But there's so much that happens and goes on that we don't understand. And that's why it says faith. Faith in God. Without faith in Him, we can't please Him. Without faith in God, you know, He says that uh, without our faith, faith, okay, faith, He said, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In other words, our faith says, Lord, I know you're going to do it, even though I don't see anything yet, but Lord, I know you're going to do it. I have faith that you are going to do it. And that is true faith, is when you can just say, Lord, no, I don't see a sign of anything that I've prayed for or asked for, but Lord, I know in my heart that you're going to do it. And your faith is there. You're waiting for it to happen. And uh, <clears throat> that's why whenever we come to God and we pray, we need to thank Him before we ever even see it happen. Just like tonight, when we was praying for these people, thanking God for their healing, for what He's going to do in their life, for the blessings He's got before we ever even see them. That's faith. We're believing that God is going to do something. Or why? If, okay, let me ask you this. If, if we or you didn't believe that God would do what you asked Him to do through prayer, why would you pray to God? We all pray to God. And if you don't believe He'll do why, why, why are you wasting your time? You have to have faith. You have to believe that God loves us so much and He wants to please us and do the thing. Now some of the things we ask for, God's not going to answer. Because many times, like I said earlier one, uh, on another sermon, that many times the things we ask for are greedy. It's simple on our part for some, some, some things we ask. And some, some things we ask could hurt somebody else, or it could even hurt you or your family if God answered it. That we don't see it, but God sees it, He knows it. So some of our prayers are not going to be answered because God don't want to see us hurt. He don't want to see us hurt somebody else through our prayers. So we have to take in consideration God already sees it, He already knows it. He says, if we pray God's will, God will answer it. What's God's will? Have you ever just really read God's word? God tells us what His will is in His word. We need to pray for the things that God said, for the things that God says is going to happen, for the things that God says, this is good. Those are the things we need to pray for. And many people cannot understand, like I said, you know, why they lose a loved one or they go through certain things. Especially, I've had that question asked, I don't know why. If God is so good, why does He take our loved ones? I said, why did He say in the Bible 
that each one of us has an appointed time. He's given each one of us a time on this earth. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, for it is appointed unto man to die once and then the judgment. He said, we all have an appointment. We are all going to die unless he comes back and takes us home before. You know, if he comes back in the rapture, those that are still alive when he comes back in the, in the rapture will never see death. You'll be raptured out of here in your earthly body. You won't see death. But if we're here and we linger and God lingers and he doesn't come back, it's quick, you know, in our time, we're all going to see death. But many people, they get mad at God, they get angry at God, they're hurt because... They lose a loved one. Over here, find it right fast. In, in Isaiah chapter 57, verse 1 and 2. David, can you... There it is. The righteous perish and no man lays it to their heart or they really think about it. And merciful men are taken away, taken off this earth, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil that is to come. God says, come on home with me. I don't want you to go through what you could, have, you could go through. Come home, be with me. And I know you're going to be right. And I think in the next one, he said, and they... Put it up there. And he shall enter into peace, and they shall rest in their beds, each one walking in uprightness. God sees things that we don't see. We could be going through, you know, we're talking about some of these people that's going through like cancer. And sometimes cancer can get very, very bad, very painful. Suffering terribly with cancer. Oh, God can heal it. But while this person is going through it, that could be their appointed time that God has set for them too. And God says, I'm not going to let you go through this. I'm going to bring you home. You're not going to go through this. And I'm going to take care of you in heaven. So sometimes God sees things that we don't see and we don't stop and think about that verse right there as to why the righteous sometimes are taken away from what we think is early. And that's maybe God's timing for them. So, but God allowed for evil, like I said, we'll go in order to give us a true choice of who we wanted to serve. You can serve God, and He wants you to, or you can serve Satan, and that's up to you. God did not create evil, but he did allow for it. If he had not allowed for evil, we would be worshiping him out of obligation. In other words, we would be programmed to worship him. And you may not have no faith, but you're going to worship him. And not by the, our own will or our own choice, and not from our heart like he wants us to. He could force us to. He could have programmed us to worship Him. But He didn't do that. 
So evil is really the absence of good. When you let good leave and you let evil come in, that is what goes through your mind. That's your thoughts, the things you do, the words you speak, the things you think can really be evil. But when you're filled with good and God's word, you only want the best for others. You want them to be healed. You want God to bless them. You want their needs to be met. You want good things for them. You don't want evil things for them. So see, that's the difference between God's people and Satan's people. Satan's people want the evil. God's people want the good. So when you find people that's really got a good heart, good thoughts, a lot of love for God, a lot of love for the church and for you, you know, that belongs, those belong to God. And those that come against the church, that come against God's word, like your atheist and all that, that's evil. But God has given us the choice of which one that we want. He'll let you do whatever you want to do. But one day, you will stand before him. And he'll open up the books. He'll have everything in there that you ever said, done, or did. Your thoughts, everything. And that's what he'll judge you for. And if your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, your destination, like I said, is hell. But God wants us to want the, the good and not evil. No, God did not create evil, but he did allow for it to exist so we could make the choices that we really want. I hope everybody in here, and I, I feel like everybody here, you've chosen good. You've chosen to serve God. You've chosen to worship God. God is your God, your one and your only God, because you love him. We all have our problems with Satan because of his evilness, but we've also got an answer to Satan's evilness, and that's God's goodness. So no, God did not create evil, but he did allow for it so that we would have a choice to do what we wanted to do. So just remember, God created everything, but he did not create evil. He just simply allowed for it, if that's what you want. So no, God is a good God. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So y'all just remember, God did not create this evil. But he did allow for it. So if that's what you wanted, you had a choice. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for allowing us to make a choice. And Lord, I just pray that we will all choose you and choose your goodness to live for you, to serve you, to let your goodness shine, to be that light that overcomes darkness. And Lord, let people see you through us. Let people see that darkness be blotted out because of our goodness. So Lord, thank you for all you do. Thank you for your healing power. Lord, thank you for watching over us. And, and Lord, just 
Thank you, Lord, for putting up with us. Lord, sometimes we, we do some foolish things. But Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. And Lord, we just pray that you'll walk with each one of us and guide us. Lord, that we will do your will and please you in our walk in this life. And Lord, we just give you praise and thanks. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.